Attention all business owners. Are you tired of managing your finances and taxes on your own? Let the experts at 1-800-TAX-MASTERS help. Our team of experienced professionals offers a range of services to help you keep your finances in order, from personal and business tax returns to monthly accounting, quarterly, and annual tax planning, and virtual controller and CFO services. With our virtual services, you can get the support you need without ever having to leave your office. Don't let taxes and finances stress you out any longer. Visit www.1800taxmasters.com today and let us handle the numbers so you can focus on growing your business. And welcome to another live episode of Stuck in My Mind. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. I have a very special guest. He's a fellow podcaster. He's an entrepreneur. Um, oh, man, this, he has a lot of hats. So we're going to talk about all that when he comes on the show. Welcome to the show, Daniel Martinez. Man, thanks for having me on. I, I Like Tia said, I do have a lot of hats. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to start off with what is HiveMind? So uh, HiveMind is a software SaaS company we started about two years ago. Um, it's a it's a it's a software to help small businesses organize. So usually people are using spreadsheets and paper and writing on their desk, and it's just like a mess in most cases. So HiveMind is a, it's a software CRM to help them get organized, whether it's invoicing websites, collecting payments, um, texting, emailing. And uh, a lot of courses, I mean, link trees, you can go a bunch of different drives with it. But it does a lot more than just like a CRM. It, it does a lot of cool things. And we use it in all our businesses in different ways, even podcasting with calendar integration, stuff like that. So is, is, it, is it a way for you to help small business get automated? 100%. That's what it is. So um, a lot of solopreneurs, they have to wear like all these hats. They're the salesman. They're the marketing engine. They're the they're the coordination of whatever product they're delivering um they're the customer service they're they're doing all these different things so this kind of helps them organize and automate in different processes so you can automate your marketing to get more clients you can automate your follow-up if they miss or miss a call or miss a meeting you can automate your nurturing to or upsells into other products or services so it's kind of the one thing you need to like build and automate and scale your business uh you got to get a crm it helps with everything if you have a if you have a podcast, I mean, what are you doing right now? You're hopefully building a list. If you have a podcast, if you have a product or service, you're hopefully building a list of customers and clients that listen to your show, whether you're going to offer them freebies or, hey, we have an event coming up that you have a chance to meet me and sign my autograph book or whatever. You know what it is? Hopefully, you're build, finding a way to build that list, and that's kind of a, one way to use a CRM. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you, you there's a bunch of different ways to do that, whether you're in car sales, podcasting, e-commerce, like, you always need a list and build your list and you need products and services to build out and nurture that list. And, and that's something when I first started podcasting, I had no idea. These are, these are things you don't, you don't learn. I, I, like I am an independent podcaster. So I, these are things I've learned on my path here on my journey in podcasting that these are things that I help me as a podcaster, especially automation with getting the, my, my email emails out getting um newsletters what if i want to help with promoting the new episode getting that out to the audience out there so having a building an email list is definitely something that um i highly recommend for anybody out there for any business any business yep it's, it's like step number one build up your customer base upsell them to your base products and push them up to the higher tier level of products hopefully get the most you can out of that customer and if you have reoccurring products it's always a bonus okay I so oh well something that um interested me was that because me and my nephew one one of the things that we our goal is to build a community build our own community and you're into land selling land and what's the difference between between buying land and just buying a piece of property with a house on it? There's a lot of differences. So um, people are always going to take care of number one first. So they're always going to make sure they have a roof over their head. So if you, if you once you count once you think really think about this okay if they're going to take care of house number 1 that's why a lot of investors they like houses because they people are always going to take number 1 well on the flip side of that if you look at this or the coin is people that buy land can afford to 
and it's not priority one, it's priority maybe five or 10 and they can afford to. So what we're doing, our whole niche in the land space is we buy large tracts of land and we subdivide it and sell it to individuals that, that can afford to. So not everybody can go out and buy 100, 200 acres, but they can buy by 10 or 20. So that's what we do. We'll take the 100 acres down to 10 or 20 and then we'll sell it to 10 people versus one individual person owning that 100 acre lot. Okay, so in a way, you're kind of building your own community with having people. Hundred percent, man. Uh, a lot of it is it's um a lot of, and this is, and I know you're familiar with this, but a lot of the property has been hand down generation to generation, and yeah. he's just inherited. It's just it's just passed down. There's no there's hundred percent equity on it. The banks won't lend on it, and the people that have it usually inherit it, or they paid cash for it in most cases. So what we're doing is we're taking that land from them and making it affordable to hand back to the individual. So most of our clients are minorities and, and uh, Hispanics. Um, we deal a lot with them. We deal with a lot of like uh, blue collar people. Um, our, our space is like within 60 minutes of any major city because people are willing to commute or hunt within their, their range. Not going to travel. That I mean, it's not that, not that they're not going to do it, but they'd rather travel an hour to go hunt on their property versus six hours you know <laughs> so oh yeah no. it, it, it's it's it, i understand it because i'm uh two hours away from new york city okay and so a lot of people come i'm 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 a brooklyn boy born and raised but i live in the pocono mountains in pennsylvania now and so a lot of people commute to work from here to the city yep and and so and then a lot of people buy their homes like their their weekend homes where they want to get away and out from the city like you said hunting hunting is big up here a lot of people come up here hunting yeah and that's that's all it is man people people want a place not too far away from where they work or live to either have a second home have a hunting land maybe build another property out there and move out there and they'll just commute to work they have their space and land and they might have they might shoot on their property they might hunt on their property they might do all the above it's recreational use or, or private use you know so that's kind of our, our end buyers that we're selling to. And like I said, the people that have it, they just inherit it and they don't really, they, there's no attachment to it. The thing about thing I love about it is that they, they don't have very many options with houses. They can rent it. They can Airbnb it. They can, they can let their cousin live in it. You know, they have all these different options. They can sell it. They can lease it. They can do all these other things. Land is just there. They really don't know how to monetize it. And that's where we come in. We know how to monetize it. We know how to create a win-win solution with them, and we come up, and that's how we that's how we do our our, our land development and land um, acquisition. So, what 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 led you to this? What made you want to help people? Um, there's uh, there's a couple different answers. So, uh, for the software side, I I had my pain point was I, I was struggling to get organized, so I saw an opportunity to create software, and then. It helped me in my business immensely. Where now we're we have multiple businesses all run through the software that's helped us a lot, a lot. And now we've had 16 clients hit six figure months. So I'm like, if I could have that one, five, 10, 20, like now we're hitting numbers where they're having a hundred thousand dollar gross profit months. I'm like, okay, I can help thousands of people. So that's kind of like my software why is like, hey, if if I if I can help more businesses make more make more money. There's a trickle down effect from their employees to people they're actually helping to people that they um, that that it just trickles down to their family, you know, that might create wealth through other people's family. So it's kind of like a, a trickle down effect of helping people accelerate. In I mean, we live in the United States of capitalist capitalist country. Yes. When, when people make money, like people are like, oh, flippers are the worst. We got to think if a flipper is doing a lot of jobs in in a certain space. There's contractors, subcontracts, there's plumbers, there's roofers, there's trash out companies, there's agents. There's all these different trickle down effects that people are getting paid through that one transaction. It's the same thing in business. So when we do land, there might be a, a blue collar worker that's going to come 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 in and clear some of the, put the fence up. There might be a handyman that's going to lock the gate. There's going to be agents there that do all those things. So there's a trickle down effect that boosts the economy in its own way just by having so many different people that put their hand in the pot that you need to facilitate and sell the land. So there's a huge benefit that comes around just by doing good business and doing business well. There's a huge trickle down effect that it doesn't just affect you; it affects a lot of other people as well. 
And and that makes sense. That makes sense where with you helping them build their, their homes and their, their lots and all that, you're actually giving businesses small other small business opportunities to like you said, an electrician, handyman, all these people, they gain employment from from projects like this. Hundred percent, and that's all, that's all it is. It's it's when you really think about it that way, you bring a lot of like in the middle of nowhere town that has little work. I mean, if you come build a development out there, I mean that provides work for a whole new people that might come in just to work there. You know? Yeah, definitely, it, definitely. It's a cool process that happens. No, anytime. Listen, anytime you you, it's it's a different feeling when you're able to help people and help small business because. Like you said, it's a, it's a capitalistic society, but it's more focused and geared towards big business. Mm-hmm. And anytime that you're able to help small business owners achieve greatness and achieve things, that's that's a plus, man. Because now you're helping so many different people, and and the dynamic shifts. It because again, that's why I do my podcast is to be able to 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 share information from people like yourself to help small business owners grow and and develop and and this and this program's like there's so many different programs that they can use to help like i need to get automated i know that for the fact i know needing to get automation is something that will help me immensely because it'll take a lot it'll take a lot of it'll take off a lot of the hats that i wear being an independent podcaster yeah okay that's one thing that I do too. So like I have my own podcast episodes. I have my VA. Hey, I have, here's this, here's the name of the title. Here's the YouTube link and schedule it out for that day. So every time there's a podcast release, it goes out to the email list. Boom. Hey, we have an episode. Check it out. Click link below. Watch it. So right now on YouTube or Apple, Spotify, whatever you want to do. So it's really, it's really connecting with your audience effectively. And then when you get, when you get responses back or you get feedback back, or any any type of feedback is good. Whether it's like, "Hey, I love these emails," just send them every time. It helps build it helps build more a relationship with your audience. And I think that's both thing about podcasting and doing stuff like this in general. It helps connect your audience relationally without having a conversation with them. Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. <clears throat> all right. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, this is the news. This is one of our. Well, this is our newest sponsor. Uh, So we'll be right back. Attention all business owners. Are you tired of managing your finances and taxes on your own? Let the experts at 1-800-TAX-MASTERS help. Our team of experienced professionals offers a range of services to help you keep your finances in order, from personal and business tax returns to monthly accounting, quarterly, and annual tax planning, and virtual controller and CFO services. With our virtual services, you can get the support you need without ever having to leave your office. Don't let taxes and finances stress you out any longer. Visit www.1800taxmasters.com today and let us handle the numbers so you can focus on growing your business. All right, and that is our sponsor, 1800taxmasters. All right, Daniel. So what made you get into podcasting? Um, I saw it as a way to build more credibility with my audience because you can, this is like, you can have a one-on-one coaching business and direct sell all your customers. But if you can find a way to connect with them in a different way and build up customer, customer comfortability where you can sell them without selling them. I th- and that was the biggest thing for me. Like, I don't actually just like sell on my podcast, but it's one of those things where like, I have I've I've had people come in for my podcast and spend money with me without ever I, without me ever speaking to them just because they felt they felt like they knew me through podcasting. Well, it's it's well had I just ran actually, we've known each other the, the owner of the business I've known her since kindergarten, mm-hmm. and, and, and I mean and it's I'm gonna I'm sorry but I'm gonna put out put a date. Oh, you're good, man. I, I no, I'm, about her. I'm, I'm apologizing to her because I'm about to blast her and put out her put out her age. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, we've known each other over 40 years, and, and she she uh, she's a, she saw that I was podcasting. She was like, "Oh," well. and I and I I posted one day. I was like, "I'm looking for sponsors for the podcast. Any small business owners?" And and she was one of the first people to hit me up. 
like, bro, let's do this. Let's get this done. And so to be able to have to to have someone that I've known for so such a long time, and she's a very successful entrepreneur. She's very, she's very, she's very intelligent and smart, and and it's just being able to to connect, reconnect with her because we had lost touch for some time. To be able to reconnect, and now at this point in our in our lives, it's it's just an, an amazing feeling, man. No, and that's that's the cool part about podcasting. Like, um, I've had people—not that people reach out to me. Oh, I actually have had people reach out to me from when I grew up. They're like, "Hey, I see you do with this hive mind thing. Let's let's talk about it." And I'm like, "Yeah, this is cool, man." And it's like stuff you like you wouldn't even like think about having reaching out to them, but it's one of the things where they they might find some type of connection that like I, I've known this person for I grew into high school for 15 years. You know, yeah. There's there's some type of standing relationship there. And it's it's cool to reconnect with um, old people, old souls. Because like when you as you get older, your life kind of branches out in different ways, yeah, in different directions. And it's not that there's no, there's no, there's no. It's not that there's not love there. It's just the love has been spread apart, or whatever. No, it's, it's you know what? It's it's with time. Like you, you start, especially now with me, the way I've been, I've been attracting the people that. I, that need to be in my life at this moment that mm-hmm. that that help that need to help me get to the next level and so that's what that's what it is is that you don't intend on stop being on being because i have friends that i for 30 plus years that we have friendships and we might not speak for a few years and then when we do speak it's like we, we pick up right where we left off mm-hmm. so it's those type of relationships and then but now one of the key things is Surrounding yourself with people doing what you want to do, or, or, or being where you want to be at, because you everyone needs a coach, everyone needs a mentor. You need you can't do this alone. I didn't I didn't I, yeah I went and did the research and started learning and took courses, but I went and sought the help that I needed to help me improve. And there's still things I need to work on. Yeah, well, what's cool about like entrepreneurship in general, and I, I talked about this earlier today. Is that when you when you go out and start something, people will come out and help you. Whether it's somebody you're talking with or people that saw you in the past, they'll actually come out and help you because you're you're coming out and doing something that it's against the grain. So people want to support people. People want to support like they want to see the action. They want to see the action. Yeah, they want to see they want to see the action. And and it's it's amazing because I I have so many fellow podcasters reach out and be like, hey, what's up? Let's collaborate. Let's do this. Cause they see the grind. They see me posting every week. I'm, I do three live shows three days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. And then I go and I co-host a couple of other, another show on Friday, Thursdays and Fridays, which is live. Big shout out to my man, snowman in the morning with Cole Johnson. He actually said, good evening to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's going on, Ben BS three network. We're live on his network right now on the Roku channel. And then, um, Rod, what's going on, Rod? Another fellow podcaster. And that's one thing I love that podcasters are very loyal to each other. Yeah. Everybody thinks that uh, this community, no, this is one of the greatest communities out there because we know, especially independent podcasters, they know the work that you put into your podcast. So some of them have become some of your biggest fans because they see the work that you put in and they're like, dude, keep doing what you're doing. And and they just keep bigging you up, and I, that's one. That's some of my biggest supporters of fellow podcasters. Um, it's it's a it's a long term play. Like, how long have you been podcasting? Uh, now three years. Three years. It's like one of those things. Like, it's like a three to five year play. Yeah. It's a it takes time. Five. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes a lot of consistency. Seeing no results, and that's what. That's, <laughs> I mean, I struck a nerve. Apparently. <laughs> no, because. You, when you first start, like you get no downloads. Like, but uh-huh. when I first started, I, I understood why because I didn't know I was just uploading, I wasn't yeah. doing anything else. I yeah. wouldn't put in the descriptions, I would I wasn't doing none of the stuff that I needed to do. But but somehow I just I still gained a little bit of traction. That's and enough. once I and once I started doing those things, putting in the creating thumbnails, creating descriptions, titles, because if you go back and you look at some of my audio files. Right, and you see the thumbnails that I first did compared to the thumbnails that I thumbnails that I do now. Leave it's them there. night and day. It's night and day. I tell people all the time because, like, 
I was afraid of speaking before I started my podcast, and now I do this all the time. Like this is this is uh, my my second podcast today, and it's one of those things where like I was afraid to speak before, and now I've grown comfortable. I know what I'm gonna say. I I can I, I can free flow with like this conversation. Like th- there's no scripted questions here. If you listen to this, he hasn't he hasn't he didn't tell me what he's gonna ask me. This is never because my listen, my show is not scripted. Mine is, mine is neither. <laughs> there's no there's no script to my show. I just love to have people come on, have great conversation. And then, of course, you're providing the service. You're providing something that people need. So that's why I love to have my guests on. And so there's no script because I want people to just I want people to come on and just be themselves. I don't want I don't want them to come on and be all sounding all like they're just here to sell a product. Yeah, I want them to come on and be themselves to be see people. I want people to see them as a human like, oh, this is a regular dude. Yeah, he's got a product that he's selling, but he's just a regular guy like me. Let's see what he got to say. Hundred percent, and I, I, that's the that's the beauty. I, like I've guested on so many shows, um, and a lot of them like, here's the five questions we ask. Have you read? Have your answers ready? Like I don't even look at the questions. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I don't even care what questions you ask me. I've had I've actually had people, I've had guests send me a list of questions that they would like to ask. Yep, and I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. I'll take the I'll take the list, and it's not happening. It's like those questions are not gonna unless unless this is one of the questions I already had intended I was gonna ask. Yeah, but other than that, you're not gonna come on my show. I'm sorry, future guest, but yeah, um, you're not gonna come and dictate my show and tell me. Yeah, I need you to ask me these questions. I I, I know for the most part, I, I have an idea of what my guests do, and I and I have and I know the product that they're they're, serve, they're pushing or whatever. So I, I, st- I tend to ask those questions. But you're not going to come and have a list of questions for me. Yeah. On my show. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy out here, man. And that's where, like, I, whenever those guests come along, I'm like, I don't even want to have you on. Like, if you're not going to come on here and be authentic, yeah. like, I, don't, I don't even want to have a conversation. Yeah, if you're going to just come on and be salesy, sales, 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 nah. I need you to come on and and just be yourself and let people um see you as a regular person. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's 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 the that's the key. Um, for all everybody listening to me, like for me, I like podcasting because it kind of like encapsulates me today, right now, forever. And if my kids that are five, three, and two come back and listen to this episode, and they don't, I don't know, they might not remember what they're doing today, but they can <laughs> see their dad. On February thirteenth, this is where my head's at right now, and I'm, they might be able to see a difference from two years ago to now, and maybe five years in the future. I don't really care. It's not going to stop doing it. It's just that I hope they see progress. And I think as one of the things that I wish I had with my dad is that you forget like conversations you have with your loved ones, just because time passes and stuff fills with other things that are more important at the time, and you don't really remember like like core core meaningful conversations. That you had with your loved ones before they passed. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. And for for me, it's it's uh, leaving something for my grandsons, my grandkids, and, and yeah, there and, you go. Be, and for that, you know, listen, I like my, I have a grandson who's uh, he's he was a frequent guest on my show. <laughs> awesome, man! That's cool, when man. when he's in the house, he tends to uh, just barge into my studio and, and make himself known. And that, that's how, that's how it should be. Like I've had episodes where you can hear my my son crying or my daughter crying, and I'm like, I don't edit that stuff out because it's real. Like this is I don't I don't have I don't, a, unless it's really here. really bad unless it's really bad and you can't then you have. But for the most part, no, I don't. I, I when 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 he I've had him cut the power on me a couple of times, <laughs> and so power. I'm like frozen and the guest is speaking, and then they, when they realize that I'm like, oh man, he's gone. So I've had guests who were fellow podcasters, and they keep it going. And, and so, that, but you mess around. So when I released those, when, when I released that video or whatever, this is prior to me going live. Uh, when I released those videos, I would just edit it and make it fun of it, like just put in a, a, a clip of uh, "Please stay tuned" while we recover from technical difficulties or whatever it is. The Wi-Fi and, went out. Reconnect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just whatever it is. But you have to have fun with it. You have to really. Uh, he's done it a few times already. Where he see the bright light under my desk and he just presses the button. He don't know what he's doing. 
yeah, yeah. We, we don't have the luxury of uh, we're on air on air studio sticker outside. <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I have the. That's one thing I need to invest in is that light is the sign on air. Do not disturb. Yeah. And like I said, this is one of the things where like I've seen podcasts start with a, a cell phone and and voice recordings in the middle of a car on a car ride. Like I, I've released a couple episodes in that. Like me and my partner were just in the car and we're like talking. Like, dude, we should just record this. So we just record it, and it's an episode that we release. It's, it's not like it's the audio quality is be, uh, the best, but it's one of those things where like, hey, we're having a meaningful conversation about stuff that other people can be privy and hopefully learn from. Let's just record it, bro. I, I remember when I first started, man. I didn't have any of the equipment that I have now. Then, then this mic right here was—I love my mic. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. It's one of it's one of my one of my prized possessions. Is this mic? Is the way? Is just. But people can start. Like you said people can start with anything. You can start with your phone, and I just felt that I just wanted to invest in myself. Mm-hmm. I, and to me, investing in myself was getting better quality equipment. And the stuff what I started with was was decent. What I started off was a hundred and sixty dollar Behringer Studio from Amazon. That came with a mic, mixer, and headsets, and it did everything you needed to do. It, it, it recorded it. it I, was, I would connect it to my laptop, record my episodes, and then use Audacity to edit it. Yeah. And so that's how I started. And my nephew was like, my ne- when I first released my first episode was probably like five minutes long. It wasn't even that long. Uh-huh. So he was like, "Nah, we gotta wait till we perfect. Can't release it." I said, "Nah." I want people to see where we started. I want them to realize this is where we come from. This is how we started. And look at the progression now. Look where we're at now to yeah, so it's it and and then I just what I did was I um I retitled the introduction. I, I re-recorded I recorded uh I left the first five minutes and then I added another 35 minutes of new content. And entitled it the introduction, reintroduction, and that, and I re-released the episode. So, so you get the original episode, the first original five minutes, and then you get a new episode following that. So, it yeah. was cool to be able to do something like that. Yeah, and like I said, you, you don't even, you do not even know the impact you'll make right now. You don't even know. No, you don't. But it's there's been times where people do message you, like I, when I first started. I could, I could probably, oh, I got ghosted so many times. <laughs> so many times that people would ghost me because I'm, I'm a new podcaster. They don't, like, yeah, dude, you ain't got the numbers for me. I ain't yeah. coming. I ain't showing up. And then when, but people start seeing you and they're like, okay, you're consistent. You're doing it more. And more. You're, you're doing it. Like, I, I, I did the research. I was like, oh, after six or seven podcast episodes, people kind of burn out and then they just disappear. Once I got to like 20 something, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Let's, let's keep going. <laughs> and, I, and I haven't stopped. I've just been recording and recording and recording. Yeah, I did. I did. I probably did something crazy. I did. Uh, I, ha- I re- pre-recorded 50 before I launched. And then I launched and I did. I, it's been a year and it's been about 15 months or so, 16 months. I'm only at 3.30. It's crazy. Oh, no. I, I, it's I know what you're talking about. Like, last year, prior to me even going to video, just recording audio strictly, I yep. was probably recording six, seven days a week. Yep. Maybe recording three, four episodes a day. So as yeah. far as audio content, I have over 300 and something episodes just in audio that's that good. I probably haven't released. You should release it. Just release it, man. Yeah, but so much. <laughs> so much content. Like no, I have, I have like, four, it, oh, I'm going to release them. I'm releasing them little. I'm releasing them here and then. This, I'm going back and I'm like, all right, this was a good audio one. Let me release this. And But I have to go. I have to continuously go back and I have like little this like with little just with nothing but I, like two three months of episodes. That's good. That's good. And this this is like I 
I commend you for for being um, extra. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean being extra? <laughs> because like every mother, I, I talk to a lot of podcasters. They're like, I do one a week, and that's my schedule. I do two a week, and then and then like, uh, and then I'm like, yeah, I was doing like I released like seven a day for three months. <laughs> but I feel you. I know. There was, there was days I was just re, I was just re, there was one point at one point um it was a day where I recorded four episodes back to back to back four different shows it's exhausting but listen but by the time I was about to, to the fourth show and I was done with the fourth one the guests knew I had done three shows prior mm. and they were like thank you so much I'm like why because they're like because you still have all this energy and it's because the three prior episodes were so much fun yeah. That, that the transfer of energy was just great. So I was just wired by the time I was done with the fourth episode, I was just wired because all four conversations were fun conversations. So when you have those type of conversations, it doesn't drain you. It's yeah. actually, it actually recharges your battery. So you're like, okay. So like after this show, it's going to take me an hour or so to unwind because I'm going to be wired from the conversation, just the transfer of energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's it's a cool space, still a lot of opportunity out there. And I tell I tell my clients all the time, start a podcast. It'll make you it might make you uncomfortable for a little bit, but you'll enjoy it and you'll see if you do it consistently for a long time, you'll see long-term ramifications of that. Especially when you talk about something you love to talk about. Just find something that you enjoy talk. It's therapeutic. <laughs> it's therapeutic. It's definitely something I didn't I didn't know I didn't I didn't know I had a voice. And so it was like Oh man, this is a great space to be able to to express myself, to to be able to be myself and and just hang out and just talk. This is uh, this is one of the cool things about it is that there's a lot of like imposter syndrome when you first start. It's like I have I have a voice, but I don't think anybody cares. And yeah. then when you start doing it, you're like, I'm I'm doing it because I know someone will care eventually. And then the people come. Oh, don't they, listen. It took me uh, probably like three, four months, five months to even reach 100 downloads. Like, it took some time for me to even get into yeah. triple digits. Like, I mean, I mean, total downloads. I'm like, it's about just a couple hundred downloads. Mm-hmm. It took me a few months. And then to see months where I'm getting now couple of thousand downloads a month it's like you could just see the progress and, you, and you're like okay something something's going on it's like you're doing something right when you're able to to see the trans you can see your podcast is doing well and and, and one one big key is now people are asking you to be on your show people are sending you messages like i get a different email every day from someone like hey this guy this person Will be a perfect guest for your show, and I, I I recall I remember the times when people just wouldn't even return the email, wouldn't even return a message. Yeah. But now I found Podmatch, which 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 we use, both of us use, and I actually got to meet Alex last year, and I actually got to meet, hang out this year with Alex at uh, Podfest. That this 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 app. Is is great. This this program is great because one thing for podcasts is one of the hardest things for you to find is guests. Yeah, it's not easy. You, you join all these Facebook groups and all this other stuff, and you end up getting podcast promoters every day sending you. Hey, can I promote your podcast? For you? Man, so that's why some sometimes these podcast yeah. promoters. <laughs> yes, so that's why sometimes the Facebook groups can become annoying. So yeah. when I started using Podmatch, it was like, oh man, this is this is awesome. Like, you mean you? I get to get, I get to put in what kind of guests I actually want on my show, and it's linked me up with some great guests. I've had some great, great conversations with people from from the app, and I, and I love it. And it's and and I recommend all podcasts if you having struggles finding guests for your show. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be Podmatch. You can sign up for different ones, but 
I highly recommend you do use that service, those services, because it will make your life easier. It's it's getting with people that want to do it because this is a very niche thing that not everybody wants to do. Like yeah. people just aren't. Hey, let's just record this conversation in the car for thirty minutes. <laughs> like he sounds strange talking to <laughs> asking somebody that, but it's one of those things where like when you're talking to the right people that understand the power of it that want to do it, it's it's not a it's not a sale. It's just like hey, when are you available? And that's that's the conversation. Yeah. No, no, no. I've. I've learned. I've upgraded. I've got me a calendar in the last couple of years, and and book and book my schedule and make sure I. And now I'm I'm again. I'm always like that's one thing. I'm always tweaking the show, and I'm, I started audio, then I went to pre-recorded video, then this year I, I transitioned to live, to doing three shows live, and so and right now I'm, I'm interviewing three guests a week. Yeah. Um, now I'm gonna cut back and just interview one guest a week. I'm still gonna do three shows, but I'm cutting back to Tuesdays is gonna be the days that I interview a guest. Mondays are gonna be mindset Mondays, which is and Friday Wednesdays is gonna be more of a freestyle where I might have a panel come on and stuff like that. But it's it's just me again tweaking the show because this is it just feels like this is the direction I want to go with it. And I never know. It might hit. It might be a hit. My people might enjoy the mindset one days. And I figure it also gives me an opportunity more now to really focus on promoting my guests that week. Instead of having three guests and I have to spend time on each and every one. Now it's that time where I could just focus on the one guest and just promote them and, and, and celebrate them. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, it's it's a cool man. I, I enjoy like I, said, I enjoy the conversation. I enjoy the variety of guests. I think that people people have what makes what makes us individuals as as uh, interesting as individuals is that we all have have your own individual story. And it's gonna weigh differently with different just different listeners. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I used to be a truck driver, blue collar. I used to be a truck driver. I used to load trucks. I was a forklift operator. I used to and you go to and and you went and create a program to help small. How how does that happen? Like go going from being a truck driver to doing what you're doing. So um, I think I think it was always in me. Like I've always been like I'm. Th- I just turned thirty. I turned thirty one this year. But I, I was younger. I saw the transition of t- like analog to technology. Whereas like people like all my kids, they're gonna be like technology everywhere. Like they have the iPads now and all this stuff. So like I I remember my brothers like typing out on a typewriter for their paperwork, for their, for the term paper and all this stuff in, yeah. in high school. And then like, by the time I got to the age, we had computers and like, I saw the transition happen. So I'm very tech savvy. And um, when I went to truck driving school, my, my trainer was like, he's like, what are you doing here? Cause most truck drivers are known for being a little bit stupid. <laughs> so my, my trainer was like, dude, what are you doing here? I'm like, man, I'm just here. I'm here working. Like, leave me alone. It's a job, man. Yeah. It's a job. It's a man. job. So it was one of those things where, like, even even my truck driver trainer, like, he, he can recognize some something. Somebody like, else. you're not a trucker, man. Go go yeah. to technology, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things where, like, I was like, man, because like he was he was doing like all this training stuff, and like, like the way I was in high school is like I never like actually studied for anything. I just read through the book, and then I I would like it's not like I have a photographic memory, but I just knew the stuff because like it was, it was basic mechanics, basic common sense. So like when I'm going through the book, I'm like. What's the answer to this? I'm like, it pops out. I'm like, dude, what are you doing here? <laughs> and like, for, for me, you should school, know these answers, man. You should know these answers. <laughs> uh, and for me, school was like, it was, um, it was boring because it wasn't like, there was no challenge. Let's, 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 be, let's be honest. School is boring. School is boring. <laughs> but it's, it, hey, I'm not saying not to go to school, people. Go to school, get your education. That's, that's fine. I'll, no- I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> do what you want to do uh, college, life, yes I, college doesn't guarantee a paycheck oh no it listen it really doesn't it, it, we're again we're we've said this a couple of times in this episode this is a capitalistic society so even with our schools they make money so 100 percent. i i took i took my my oldest to a private school and I'm looking at tuition. I'm looking how many kids per class and I'm counting their pockets. 
Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's amazing how and that's the business side of my brain working. Even taking my kid to school, my business side is over here. Over, so, yeah, doing how, many, how many classmates you got? Oh, 15. Okay, and tuitions, how much? Oh, teachers, yeah. staff. I see security. You're on 100 acres. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's that's just that's just how my mind works. Is like I'm always looking at the. Like I'll go to events. I'll go to events. I'm like, okay, average tickets cost a hundred bucks. There's about a thousand people here. Man, this is a really good dinner. Like I, I went to an event in Vegas. Yeah. And they had a lunch. They had a medallion steak with chicken. I'm like, this is at least sixty grand Ooh. for a thousand people. Easy, maybe seventy. So I'm already doing the math on all this stuff. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> so we have a question, right? How do you we feel about women out doing men and earning due to higher education? Um, women out doing men and earning higher education. Um, I think that is a great question. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, don't think is that I don't think it's anything like. I don't. It's just I don't think education. Like, if you're going to be a doctor, a lawyer, please go to school. I don't want you yes. working on my heart or my knee if you haven't been to school. <laughs> like. That's bottom line. If that if that's if that's what your 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 all in all goal and journey is, please go to school. But I feel like for anything else, like you could take an online edu- like even if you are making under ten fifteen dollars an hour, you can take a Google or Facebook certification that Google and Facebook is actually free. I think uh, Google is there's an online Google Ads training course you can go through it and get certified. Do that for Google and do the Facebook blueprint. Just that alone will make you six figures plus doing those this, things. This, no, no, there's definitely so much more. You have access now to so much more courses and, and stuff to help you Great develop. Yeah, I, bro, I, I am a walking bottom of that, man. I've learned so much in just these three years. Like, I've learned how to edit video, audio, um, graphic design i use canva to design everything uh, uh, now with chat gpt gpt and all this other, these other tools that you're able to use it, it's like wow like there's there's ways for you to make money like this the way the, the way it is now to get into the digital realm right now is a perfect time I, 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 this is the easiest time to become an entrepreneur for everybody here listening and watching, whether you're listening right now or five years from now, it is the easiest time to become an entrepreneur, 100%. And this is, this, there's so much information like you, YouTube University will teach you more in most cases than anything else. Um, Chat GPT passed a medical exam. You know, it's one of those things where, like, if you, if you want to code, you can use ChatGPT to code for you now. So, like, do I really have to learn how to code? No, I just you need to prompt the AI to produce the correct answers, and that's it. Like, it's no longer based off of your intelligence or your skills. Like, if you know where to find the answer, that's that's the all I'll be all. Yeah, it's it's so much. There's so many tools out there for you to use as far as and 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 just in this realm, just in this realm, digital realm, and all that. Hundred percent. And like I said, I have my own team. I, I edited a few of my videos, and then I hired a team, and they do all the editing for me. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm getting working there. <laughs> I'm working on that, but I'm not there yet. I used you to know, you know what? Honestly, no. You know what saved me doing lives? Because now I don't have to edit. It's just it, it's out there already. So, only thing I really have to edit is audio when I'm gonna release this and put it into my audio podcast. But other than that, I don't edit video anymore because I don't have to. And that's that's the video about doing it live. Yeah. Like I asked you when it comes, is this live? Okay, I know it's live, and I know I can't do nothing stupid or if something happens. I do stupid shit here all the time. It's nothing new. <laughs> I know, I know, but like, I, I, I like if my, if my kid walks in, I know like. Yeah, no, like I have, I have, yeah. I have guests who like, can can we curse? I'm like, go ahead. I like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's no, I don't, I don't get, no, I don't have, like, I, I don't, I'm like, I, to me, it's like, if you don't curse, there's problems, but I don't mean you got to drop an F-bomb every word, but there's sometimes the F-bomb got to come out or, 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 or shit, something, something got to come out. It is what it is. Yeah, it, sometimes it is, 
but it's it's fun. I enjoy it. I love being able to do this. I love being able to chat with people and, and it's it's funny because for so long time for a while it was like, uh, am I am I very am I selfish that I'm enjoying this too much? No, I know, I know, I know the answer to that. I know the answer. This is where it comes down to find what you love because if you, if you find what you love, it never feels like work. No, not at all. Like I could probably do another three shows today, and and I'd be fine. Yeah. But that's because that's because I love talking. I I love talking with people and learning and 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 just being able to grow, I guess. And and that's why it's not selfish. It's because I'm learning, but at the same time, I'm also sharing it with my audience, and yeah. they get to learn and grow with me. Yeah, and that, that that's always the benefit to the host too. Is that the host you get another perspective that never might have never been asked before. But it's one of those things where, like, us as a host, this one conversation we're having can be heard 10,000 times versus having 10,000 conversations with 10,000 people. So this is a good question. Do you think entrepreneurship is for everyone? I would say no. Oh, I agree. Not not everyone is built for this. Not everyone is built to be an entrepreneur. Because sometimes you got to realize you're actually going to work harder on your business than you would a nine to five job. Cause once you, cause like you're set at nine to five, you know, I'm going in at this time and I'm getting out at this time. And, and this is what I'm getting paid. Friday. Huh? And a paycheck's coming on Friday. Yeah. As an entrepreneur, you don't know when you're getting a paycheck. 100%. I, I made a tweet the other day was that if, if you want to get into real estate and you need to get paid every Friday, keep the job. Yeah. So that's why sometimes when people do start the entrepreneurship, they don't leave their nine to five until they get to the point where they're able to supplement that income. And I recommend that for anyone yep. who's going into entrepreneurship. Don't, unless you really feel confident in yourself and you really don't want to, you really don't want to be at your job and you really want to go into it, then do it. That's on you. But, but they are going to, you're not, don't think you're, you're, you're going to get paid every week. Like you probably won't see, a check for the first three, five years of your business that you can pocket. Yeah. That you can put in, not put back into the business <laughs> that you can actually <laughs> say, Hey, I get to spend some money. That is a true statement right here. And and my, I, my advice to this one is, is that find somebody that, and this is, I, you mentioned it earlier, find a mentor. Yeah. If you can find a mentor that's on the path that you want to go down, usually they're willing to train or apprentice you in some shape, way, shape or form. And you can shortcut a lot of pain that way. You can shortcut a lot of pain because most entrepreneurs are givers in most most standpoints, and they a real a real entrepreneur will recognize another entrepreneur at heart and want to help. Yeah, that that is true. I've I've come to realize that. that and then the other thing is too is that you don't necessarily have to align with their vision one hundred percent as long as you dedicate two to three years or a year, that might be enough time for to get that apprenticeship and education that you might be able to absorb five, 10 years of entrepreneurship through that one mentor versus going through the hard times yourself. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't know who Facebook uses. Is this so by me? It probably is. I'm an avid believer in learning a skill that can get you paid immediately while you learn what you want to do in life. Do you think that is a waste of time? Um, not, not really. Well, if you're actually getting paid like right now to learn what what you feel is your craft or whatever it is that you want to do, I don't see that see it as a waste of time. It, I see it as a, a, a stepping stone. There's a lesson. So it, you, yeah, I, I, I kind of answer with this one is is I'll pay people to practice with me. Yeah. If they're new, I'm not going to pay you the going rate, but I'll pay you to practice. Like it might, I might like, for instance, I have, I have an ad guy. He's newer at it, but I'm paying him a minimum amount, but is he spending my dollars still? <laughs> he's practicing, he's practicing with my dollars, but I'm willing, I'm willing to exchange that for him giving me a discount. Yeah. Cause you, you, he's, he, he's, he's learning on it's It's, it's even with me, like even when I first started editing podcasts, um, people would are giving me a chance. They they're like, all right, let's see what you got. And 
if they were happy with the recordings, then we would continue business. But it it was them giving me the opportunity to show them that I knew. And at the same time, some of them knew what they were doing and they would just try to break it down. Like, Hey, this is this, use this program. This will help you out. Use this and this will help you out. And, and like you said, when they, if, when someone sees that you're really dedicated and see that you really want to learn, they don't, they don't have a problem helping you. They're like, okay, dude, this is what you do. This is, this is how, because even with my, with the show and me, I want, I'm, I'm going, I want going into coaching and I've had coaches on the show. And at the end of the show, they reach out and, Hey, listen, anything you need, if you need to speak to someone, you need anything, any advice, just shoot me a message. Cause they yeah. see, they, they see the dedication in me. They see that I'm serious about what I'm, I'm doing and what I want to learn. And, and some of these people, their time is precious. Yeah. And for them to be like, Hey, here's my, here's my number. Anytime you got a question or anytime you got anything, shoot me an email, send me a message. I'm, I would love to help you. Entrepreneurship is lonely. It is. It's very lonely. <laughs> it is not, not everyone is, not everyone sees the path that you're 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 blazing. No, it's 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 a vision that um not everyone shares with you. Um, there's something I want to say to what you said a little second ago was that um a lot of people are like, where do I find a mentor? Where do I find a mentor? When and there's a quote that says, uh, when the student is ready, a teacher will appear. Yeah, that's kind of how it works. Uh, how many how many different career paths did you choose? I've yeah, been right. like, go ahead. You go. Yeah, yeah. So I used to, I used to do, um, I used to do lawn care sales. I was used to, I used to work at a telemarketing place. I worked at a uh, forklift operator, truck driver. Um, now I do real estate and software. So that's kind of my path. And like I said, I started my first, my first entrepreneurship was uh, 25. I was 25. So I've been doing it for five years. So it's, it's crazy because even like, I'm, I'm 46. I'll be 47 this year. And my generation really, really wasn't taught about entrepreneurship. It was go to go to school, get education, go to work, and retire that from that job. That was right? a respectful thing to do, yeah. Yeah, that's the, that was the thing to do. And, and um, that's just, just as I got older and and started meeting more people and connecting with more people and meeting entrepreneurs and speaking to them and realizing that, yeah. I still have my nine, nine to five at the moment, but the ultimate goal is to be able to retire it and, and, and focus on growing my business. Mm-hmm. And I've been at my job now for almost 10 years and, and I get paid to play games. I am a table games dealer. It's, it's if you know how to count to 21, you'll be fine. You can, <laughs> but, but it's just, it's, podcasting and producing and doing what I'm doing in the digital realm has given me a purpose. It's given me something to that. I didn't know I had like, dude, I was 40 something, 44 years old. Didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Didn't have a purpose. Didn't know that, um, podcasting would be what opened up so many different opportunities for me to get, to get into coaching, to, to do so many different things. Awesome, man. Uh, what's your goal with podcasting? What's your goal with podcasting? All right. My goal, my goal is um, I want to hit a thousand episodes. That's like my main goal. And for me, it's not really about downloads because I know that'll come eventually, but just hitting a thousand episodes, a lot of most podcasts fail after 10 and very few hit a hundred. So I think three, 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 three thirty or so where I'm at, I'll probably hit that and year or two maybe three years who knows but i might go hit a thousand because not many people have hit a thousand it's a small one oh i feel you I'm, i don't see myself i don't see me stopping anytime soon i as far as, far as my audio podcast i just released uh last week 176 actually today i should tonight i should be finishing up on releasing edit audio 177 and and then as far as video, whew, since I've been doing pre-recorded last year, I've probably recorded another, I want to say another 100 episodes 
or so. Just gotta release it, man. Pi- no, no, the video, the video portions are out. The video portions. I know you gotta, are release, out. You gotta release the audio ones too. I know, I know. Those are the ones that um podcast is all about aging. So if if you're sandbagging them all, you just gotta release it. Just gotta release it. Oh no, it's there's gonna be a time where I'm gonna just batch release a bunch of them, just go crazy. Just, just <laughs> you're gonna see you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna end up seeing like 10 different episodes here at least at one time. You're gonna be like, what? Yeah, that's how that's how much content. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. So my reason for starting podcasting was um I actually wanted to do a sports podcast with a friend and we just didn't do it. And I started when I got furloughed from work. I was as the beginning of the pandemic. I had the equipment, and I was like, "Man, now is the time!" And I just decided to press record and and upload. Um, for me, it was a uh, to get into the real estate space as far as like coaching, like to get into like real estate real estate space in general. If you, once you get into it, you see like normal faces all around. Like everybody goes through coaching. Like there's a coaching route, and then there's a product route, and then there's a podcast route. I see like yeah. three ways. What am I doing? I got the I got the product, I got I got the the the, the podcast, and I'm releasing the coaching. So I'm going all three. So people people can't say that this is where like I want to create a sales funnel so big that people when they find me they're like where the heck have these guys been? <laughs> <laughs> but uh. The- Oh, Daniel's been great having you on the show. Now is the time of the show where you get the screen and you just get to plug away, brother. Um, man, uh, if you're interested in making six figures on one land deal, we have a free. It's a not free, but it's a dollar. I know it's expensive, but you can text course. <laughs> he said it's a dollar. I know it's expensive. <laughs> hey, inflation. It's crazy these days, but um, it's been the same price for three years. A dollar, even with all the inflation, I'm probably losing money at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh if you text course c-o-u-r-s-e to 210-972-1842 uh we send you we have a couple videos recorded for that and then uh we're at hive mind crm everywhere we have our own podcast called the hive with those podcasts the hive mind brains which she did not ask me i was hoping you'd ask me but this is uh the reason why i have so many brains around me is that these are all the people that contribute to the hive mind which makes us smarter every day so that's why we have a really cool brand and a really cool mission and we're changing people's lives in business and lives in general. Uh, we've helped a lot of people make a lot of money, and it's kind of cool to say that. And I want, we're trying to make a bunch of millionaires. So if you can get behind that, come check us out. Have mine here, and we have a free Facebook group. And then we're out here creating a lot of content. If you look hard enough, you'll find us. Guarantee it. Who wouldn't want to be down with helping people make money? Yeah. If, and I, well, I did. Ask, I did say your background was cool, though. You did say it was cool, but you didn't ask why. So, like, well, whenever, I kind of figured there, there were mines and stuff, and it was a bunch of them. And when I thought of hive mind, I think of bees, and and they look probably all like little represent like bees and stuff with all different minds. But that's just me. So this is where it comes down to like a lot of people they try and do it by themselves, and they can only get so far by themselves because you might not have the information, yeah. you might not have the knowledge, you might not have the money, you might not have all the tools it gets to get there. But when you contribute. In a, in a single organized like a beehive or a hive mind, whatever, you can get, all get there together. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot I of have, in me aspect. Like this, like my team is not that big; it's just three of us. But we all know our roles. We all know, like Brandy, she is. She calls herself the app whore because she's always learning about a different app, and she's different. Like I find myself on platforms that I didn't even know I was on. Because she's putting it out everywhere. She's like, I'm like, I, they're like, hey, dude, I just found your podcast on this. I'm like, okay. I say, oh, Brandy strikes again. <laughs> but that's that's her thing. She knows how to market. She knows how to be out everywhere and and, and just like every day. I'm she's reaching out. Hey, this is a new app. You need to check it out, or you need to go to this website. You need to go speak on here. And and that's where she is. Me, I'm more of the tech guy. Like the mics, the, the the programs that I used to edit, the that's me. And then we got my nephew who's just uh he does a lot, but yeah, he's just uh he's the character. <laughs> he's the character. He's the one that but uh but he does his thing. He he um 
he's the one who who got me into doing really getting into doing it because he had already started his YouTube channel, and he would just come on and talk, and he didn't consider himself a podcaster until he did uh, until I got him a, um, an interview on a show, and the guest and the host actually made him realize that he was a podcaster. <laughs> Good. Good. So, no, I, you just got to go out there and produce, man. Go, go produce content. It is what it is. Like, people are like, oh, you're just a YouTuber. I'm like, yeah, I'm a YouTuber. I mean, I'm everywhere. You can call me. Yeah, I'm not only on YouTube. Like, yeah, right I'm, now, I am streaming. Doctor, to, yeah. <laughs> I'm streaming to eight different. Like, one of the questions is, is Facebook your main platform? No. Um, I'm learning that um, I have a platform in, in LinkedIn that, that needs to be really used. Um I'm going to right now. I'm going to eight different locations: two Facebook groups, Twitch, LinkedIn, two YouTube channels, and uh, a Roku channel, the BS3 network, and and that's where that's where it's streaming to right now. Mm-hmm. As you should. You need to tell uh, who's your who's your app person. Uh, Brandy. Brandy, tell her to hook up a uh, Rumble. She's on that already. Good. Yeah. Yeah. She's on she's on she's on Swell, Rumble, Wisdom, any of those apps. She's like, I'm telling you that I'm downloading a different app every other week. Like, you need to get this app. Yeah. See, for me, is I want to be found everywhere. So I'm literally everywhere. I'm on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Rumble. If if streamer would allow me to stream to more different I would, but it's eight, so that's fine. I'm good with that right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I use Restream, and they're allowing the capability to stream to Instagram. Okay, so what I love about StreamYard now is the new feature that they added. And so, well, now I can create reels directly on StreamYard. Like, after this episode, like, I can go back and repurpose little clips, 60-second clips. And put it on Instagram as a reel, which saves me time because now I don't really have to download the app. I don't have to download the video. You need to get an editor. I do. I know. As 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 much as you like editing, this is where one of my things is: is that a lot of entrepreneurs they get in their own way. I'm I'm not going to argue with you on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna poke a little bit. I'm not, I'm not gonna say you're wrong. I'm not gonna say you're wrong. I'm not. Sometimes you gotta let 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 go of the reins. Sometimes you have to like know when to let it go. But um, he says that's dope. Where would you find an editor? It's oh everywhere. <laughs> I found I found editors, and this is the dope thing about technology. I found my I found two editors in the Philippines. Um. So like, okay, uh, so people people might like people might look down, but listen when you look at like um what was it um the four what is it oh man I was just finished reading it what is it anyway yeah um yeah you can um definitely find editors and and, so, and all types for for this for for very low price pe- people like I, I told my family that I have I have Filipino workers and I have five right now and they're like oh you why are you why are you outsourcing it out other countries and i'm like man i'm taking care of families nation uh, globally i'm not yeah. <laughs> i'm no respect like, I, I, I i'll support people anywhere i don't really care and for me as a business owner it's it's cost effective. it's cost effective like we're not we're... i can do more effectively mm-hmm. by hiring outside of the u.s yes. i'm not saying i wouldn't hire a u.s editor in the future it's just right now the way my business is set up yeah, you, I have. <clears throat> you have to do it that way. It's you're gonna pay a ridiculous amount for an editor here in the states compared to someone if you hire someone from the Philippines or even India or somewhere else in a different country. Yep. But you gotta, you gotta, as a, as a small business owner, you have to think about cost. Yep. Like sometimes you just can't afford to pay all that extra money you need to go with what's going to be the most cost cost effective for you um the place i use is onlinejobs.ph it's a website it's just like linkedin but it's for the philippines so you see you heard them online jobs ph 
So dot ph, yeah. Dot ph. Yep. But yeah. um that's where I found yeah. the most of my people, but they're 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 amazing people, man. They do great, they do great work. If you see mm-hmm. any videos online, that's all them. Okay, definitely. But um, don't leave just yet. Um, thank you for being on the show. This has been great. I appreciate you being on the show, and this has been fun. But this don't leave yet. I'm gonna close out the show and then we're gonna yeah. chat a little bit more. Hey, I got you. All right. So let's do the closeout. All right. Um, big shout out to everybody in the chat. B Snow, Ben, um, Rod, I guess Hack is your name. This is Hack, yes. Yes. Thank you, Hack, for being uh for the, thank you for the questions, man. Appreciate all the, the comments and the questions, man. Appreciate it. But now it is time shout outs. Big shout out to my real wise fam, Poppy J, Brandy J. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss, Lady Fina. Love you and appreciate you, baby. Big shout out to to our guest, Daniel Martinez, for coming through and and, and just having a good time, man. Appreciate it. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know your boy Wise does it. Peace out. Peace out.